Good morning and welcome to Sunday service. It's a beautiful start to the new year, which we all hope and assume is going to be a better year than last year. Let's leave behind the past. So this is the first reading of the year from Rays of the One Light, and it starts with immortal words from the Bible. At the heart of silence, the eternal word. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. In the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, these immortal lines appear. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Human vision beholds individuality and separation everywhere. Divine vision beholds the oneness of cosmic vibration, of which all things, no matter how diverse, are manifestations. Cosmic sound, the word of God, and cosmic light, these are eternal. The world as revealed by, to us by our senses is illusory. An autobiography of a yogi, Paramahansa Yogananda, relates an early experience he received of the divine aspect of reality. Sitting on my bed one morning, I fell into a deep reverie. What is behind the darkness of closed eyes? This th probing thought came powerfully into my mind. An immense flash of light at once manifested to my inward gaze, divine shapes of saints sitting in meditation, meditation posture in mountain caves formed like miniature cinema pictures on the large screen of radiance within my forehead. Who are you? I spoke aloud. We are the Himalayan yogis. The celestial response is difficult to describe. My heart was thrilled. Ah, I long to go to the Himalayas and become like you. The vision vanished, but the silvery beams expanded in ever-widening circles to infinity. What is this wondrous glow? I am Ishwara, I am light. The voice was as murmuring clouds. I want to be one with thee. Out of the slow dwindling of my divine ecstasy, I salvaged a permanent legacy of inspiration to seek God. Wise are we if we meditate on that experience of Yogananda's and salvage from it even a breath of his inspiration. For, quite simply, there is nothing else. As the Bhagavad Gita says in the seventh chapter, 
I make and unmake this universe. Apart from me, nothing exists, O Arjuna. All things, like beads of a necklace, are strung together on the thread of my consciousness and are sustained by me. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunday service. And we want to wish you, those with us today in our beautiful Temple of Light, those watching online, we want to wish each of you a very happy new year. And I, my, I have to share my inner feeling is that this year will be a turning point, that 2022 is going to see us forward into a time of more stability and peace and integration of the planet. So these words that Jyotish read from the Bible and that Swami wrote, so profound. I mean, one could meditate on this for quite a long time because the, the meaning of it is subtle and deep and not easily accessible just to a restless, superficial mind. And what Swami says in the explanation is that the only realities in this world are the source from which it all came, the eternal word, which is Om, that vibration, and the divine light. Everything we see through the senses that we think it, and that the mind identifies that seems so real. All of these things are just variations of a dream. But our challenge is to go behind the dream, not so that life becomes dull or flat or boring, but so that life becomes animated with the Spirit of God, and then everything is beautiful. Every, from We've been walking in these snowy days outside, and for those of you also who have been enjoying it, isn't it true that like you see a deer standing against the snow, a stag or a goose, and it, it's like you've never seen it before. It's so beautiful because the light is behind it, not the shadow. And you see the power of it. And by living more and more through meditation, touching the vibration of Om and feeling, seeing the light within you, then you go out into the world and it's all amazing and beautiful, whatever it is. So usually we start with a reading from Whispers from Eternity. But I found an article from a talk that Master gave, a New Year's talk. And he gave this January 1st, 1938, in Encinitas, California. So 84 years ago, New Year's Day, Master said these words to those who were present and to each of us 
and to those in the future he will read it, who will read it. So I wanted to start, he starts with a prayer. And I wanted, he says, Master says, with the beginning of the new year, let us with concentrated resolve and spiritual determination enter into a new era of our lives. And then he says, please pray with me. So I invite you to pray with, let's feel like we're praying responsively with Master. He said his words were not limited in time and space, but in the eternal now. So please pray with me quietly, but aloud, and feel like you're responding. We're all responding to Master. We are entering a better life. O oh, Father, through the portals of the new year, may it be a year of greatest communion with Thee, the giver of all gifts. Be Thou the only King, sitting on the throne of all our desires, directing our lives through our intelligence. In the past year, desires often led us astray. Bless us that henceforth all our aspirations be in consonance and harmony with thy will. Bless us that every day be a new awakening in thy consciousness, physically, mentally, morally, spiritually. We thank thee, O Father, and the great ones who are all blessing us and coaxing us to thy kingdom. Om, om, amen. And the master concludes saying, this is my New Year's wish for you, that you all reach the land beyond your dreams, where there is peace and joy eternal. May you realize the fulfillment of whatever good and strong wish you release in the ether. So Master has blessed our new year. And we're so fortunate to be disciples, to have dedicated our lives in following his teachings. You know, with the new year, it's a time to evaluate our lives and to look at where we want to go. Who do we want to, what do we want to leave behind? Who do we want to become in the coming year? And Master speaks a great deal of the power of the mind to enable us to change. Master said, and this is quite a powerful statement, the mind is the greatest miracle of all miracles that God has created. The human mind, think about it. The greatest miracle, why? Because it has the potential to express the power and presence of God. 
and we use it for trivial things and arguing and reading and useless things and all these things. But the power, the gift, the miracle of the mind is that it can fully embrace the consciousness of God. And here we are in this coming year, and we need to understand that we can use that power of the mind to change without any barrier. That power is without limit if we understand that it is linked to God. What trips us up is our own self, low self-esteem, low identity with our limitations. And we say, oh, I'm going to be a different person this year. But the back of our mind is saying, you know you've tried that before. It doesn't really work. But if, so the self-defeating thoughts that go on in the mind, if we can look at those and say, get thee behind me. You know, Master was saying to some of his disciples, if you believe you're free, if you say you're free, you are free. And then one of the other disciples, I believe it was Debbie Mukherjee, said, if I just say I'm free, I won't be, will I? And Master said, well, you answered your own question. That's what we do, isn't it so? We just think, oh, I want to change, but I've tried. I always fail. Well, if we hold those thoughts, we will continue to fail. But if we say, get thee behind me, I'm going to link my energy with the power of God. And there's a beautiful little story that Master tells. He said when he was a young man, he was plagued with chronic indigestion. And his room was covered with bottles and tonics and remedies and all these things. And he just, he struggled with it. He lived with it. But one day, he was still a young man. This was still going on. He said, he said, it was the first time I talked with my guru, Sri Yukteswar, about it. And Sri Yukteswar said, I love I appreciate, I shouldn't say, I appreciate more and more who Sri Yukteswar is over time. He's not warm and fuzzy, believe me. But if you want to get down to business, you go to Sri Yukteswar. You know, this is an aside, and I'll come back to the story. I, I realize this. You know how you look back in your life and you realize, oh, that's what was going on, um, and not realizing it at the time. After the fire at Ananda in 1976, when everybody lost everything they had, they rescued this painting that someone had done, quite bigger than life-size painting of Sri Yukteswar. It was shaped as a triangle, him meditating. And I don't know how it even worked out, but somehow Jatish and I found this little trailer that we were living in. And, and it was winter by this time. It was cold. It, you know, you can go on and on how hard it was. But somehow somebody said, oh, we need a place to store this big painting of Sri Yukteswar. And that dominated that little trailer. And I realized, oh, <laughs> he was saying, be tough, girl. Don't be concerned with any of this. And I have that image in my mind so strongly. So getting back to Sri Yukteswar and Master. Master was having this chronic problem with stomach uh, indigestion. And he mentioned it to Sri Yukteswar. And Sri Yukteswar said, why not try divine healing? You don't have to suffer anymore. And Master said, "His my guru's 
God-attuned consciousness permeated me, and from that moment, I was well. From that moment. But it, that's what we're lacking, that, you know, somebody, well, will this work? Well, does he have the power to heal me? The doubt, the doubt, the doubt. And it just, it destroys our ability to do what we want to do. So if we can say, I want to change, I can change. Master, with your God-attuned will, I will infuse the power of my mind with your unlimited ability to change. Then I can do this. And it's, and, and Master said that from that moment on, he was well, in a moment. It wasn't a big deal, and it, it wasn't. We make the mistake sometimes of I am a healer and I'm going to heal you. Shri Teshwar didn't do that. It was the power of his God-attuned will that enabled Master to say, "I don't need to suffer anymore." Boom, the karma was over, and that's that's the important pivotal thing too. It was the karma, but the will of the God-attuned Master can release the karma, not just a faith healer or somebody like that. You can have an emotional experience, but it's different. The power of a God-attuned master. And that's what we have. That's what we have access to if we want to change. And so as we look at resolutions for the coming year, you know, we used to do uh, a New Year's retreat and people would write down resolutions and I saved them over the years. Uh, things I want to leave behind, things I want to change. And they were always the same year after year. But, and, and, well, I'll tell a funny story. Some of you have heard it. Um, one year we were doing this, and there was a guest who was attending, and we walked, this was at the teaching temple over there. We walked out into the foyer, and this man came up to me and he said, I find this really depressing. And I said, what? And he said, here, you've been on the path all these years, and there's still things you want to change? And just at that moment, my dear friend, Roma, who now serves in Bangalore, Nayaswami Roma, she walked by and she said, Davy's the only one in our community that isn't perfect. That's why we have her work with the guests. <laughs> but, but obviously not so. Obviously not so. Anyway. Um, so we're, everybody makes resolutions. I'm not going to do this. I am going to do this. You make all your little lists, and a week later, you've blown it, and you know you give up the list. Pardon? Oh, I thought you said our day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I'm going to do this year, and I offer this as a suggestion to you, this is my resolution. I resolved this year to use the power of my mind to overcome obstacles and achieve success. Nothing specific. The power of my mind I resolved to use this year to overcome any obstacles and achieve success. And that way, you're not, oh, I said I wasn't going to eat chocolate and I did eat chocolate so I forget about it. No, I'm using the power of my mind. And if I fall off what I want to be doing, I recharge the power of my mind with the power from God and Guru. So it's so important to realize we can do this with the grace of God. That, I, that's the pivotal change of, a, of somebody who's really giving their life to God and somebody who's 
not. Without, and there's a lot of room in between. But I can do this with the grace of God. No matter how hard it seems, no matter how impossible I may believe it to be, with the power of God, I can. With the power of God, using my own will, my own, the strength of my own will, and my resolve. So then we look at also challenges that we may be facing in our personal lives, in the world at large, in the coming year. And Master said again, he gives us a great handle how to work with this, how to pick this up. He said, link your consciousness in, I'm sorry, link your state of mind in every occasion with God. Link your state of mind in every occasion with God. And I read that recently, but I realized I had sort of begun doing that in this way. Because when things are going well, when everything is just as you expect, and people are just behaving admirably and honorably, you know, sometimes we forget. I mean, oh, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good state of affairs. But when people begin acting in ways that are difficult, when things don't go as you expect, as you hope, whatever it may be, I'm just, it's something that I've started to do. I try to see that as the surface, just the surface of the dream, and see God's presence behind it. Because it's in the imperfections in life that you actually can tune into God more. Because you say, oh, I feel how I'm out of consonance. Master used that beautiful word. I'm out of consonance with what's happening. Let me replace that feeling of dis-ease with the feeling of God's presence. And it transforms everything. And you begin looking forward, hard to believe, but you begin looking forward for those moments where things aren't going so well, because then you let me replace anxiety, worry with God's presence, link every state of mind with God. And it becomes quite a beautiful thing. And you really begin seeing how in the imperfection, you see past the dream, and you see the dreamer, God. And you know, the Native American Indians in this country, the Native Americans, they had, I'm sure every tribe had a different culture, but um, I believe it was the Navajos in the Southwest who wove these beautiful woolen cloths and blankets. They would always weave into any piece that they did consciously an imperfection because it reminded them that what man does is always imperfect. Only what God does is perfect. And so it's really a wonderful practice to begin looking at all the imperfections and say, that's of man. Do I want to dwell on that? No. I want to dwell on what's of God. And you begin to see behind all of it. And it's actually, as I say, I, one evening I was upset about something recently, and I did this, and I felt so joyful and so free, and it lasted a long time. And so I try it, play with it, feel it how it works for you. You have to, and make it real. It isn't just, um, it's not denying that these things are difficult, 
but it's feeling God in the middle of the difficulty. And then there are no difficulties. It's only God in the beautiful moments and in the difficulties. And then we come to how do we, what empowers us to do all these things that we've been talking about? Well, it comes back to our own inner life, to our own sadhana. Someone was asking us recently, how do I, how am I better able to serve master? And we just said spontaneously, deepen your own inner life. The more you deepen your inner life, the more God will flow through you. And that comes to our daily practice of meditation and the techniques. Because if we want to hear the inner sound, the word that was in the beginning that makes us realize we're part of eternity, Master has given us techniques for that. If we want to see the light, the inner light, and realize that that light shines in the darkness, always, but the darkness comprehended is not, then we do techniques to see that inner light. And we need to, every day, really commit to making that effort, whether you achieve what you're looking for or not, we make the effort, the sincere effort, with the strength of our will, everything we've been talking about, the power of our mind, the attunement with the guru, the overcoming all obstacles by seeing God there in the midst of them. And if we, to do that, to bring that into our meditation every day. And that's why Master said the minutes are more important than the hours, and the hours are more important than the days. Time marches on so quickly, doesn't it? And curiously, the older you get, the faster it goes. You know, it's like, oh my God, 2022, what happened to 2021? But what did happen to 2021? But, but the more we can just tune in on a deeper level and every day make the effort, not with tension, but with love, with commitment. I want this. I, I want to be able to live life in such a way that I feel I can look back at the end and said, I did what I came to do. And with that feeling that we can just offer everything at the feet of God and Guru. So I wanted to close with, again, returning to this article of Masters. And we'll do something a little bit different. After he led the prayer, he led them in a guided meditation. And so I'd like to close now, inviting you all to close your eyes and feel that Master is leading us in this guided meditation. Relax, focus, open your mind receptively. And Master says, let us meditate. Think of the beautiful happenings of the last year. Forget the dark experiences. Sow the good you did in the past on the fresh soil of the new year that those vital seeds may grow 
in an even better way. All past sorrows are gone. All past deficiencies are forgotten. Loved ones who have died are living immortally in God. We are in eternal life now. So friends, we join together with you as brothers and sisters seeking God communion. And we thank you for all that you do in so many ways. We thank you for this helping to be part of this magnificent community, rare on this earth, people gathered together living in this way. And may the coming year bring each one of us step by step closer to the eternal light, the eternal sound, the word and vibration of God. God bless you. Yeah.
Wisdom 